Thanks for downloading or purchasing this sermon from Christchurch Forward. To find out more, visit forwardchurch.co.uk or join us on Sundays. Then they came to Jericho. As Jesus and his disciples, together with a large crowd, were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, that is the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called to the blind man, Cheer up, on your feet, he's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus. Your faith has healed you. Immediately, he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. Look, we've heard these, um, this same question that has been asked uh, to... Uh, did you hear it when Paige was uh, reading for us just now? Uh, it was asked to the blind man, Bartimaeus, what do you want me to do for you? And as I said earlier, we heard it last week. Uh, James and John, they were asked exactly the same question. And um, you might not have been here over these last few weeks, but uh, really since Christmas, we've been looking at this section of Mark's Gospel, and we've met many, 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 many people that uh, had an encounter with Jesus, that met Jesus, and um, they all started to say what they wanted from Jesus. And, you know, as a kind of recap, and as a special thing for this morning, I've managed to get many of those people come and be with us this morning. Oh, yes, there's a little murmur. It could have been a bit of bigger murmur. I've, I'll do it again. I've got some people who ha, have come to be with us this morning. Well, that's a little bit better. Shall we give them a round of applause as they come and join us? Now, these, uh, these characters who we've met, um, uh, this, this one's not finding his way. Let's bring him over here. He's just a little bit lost. There we are. Perhaps you can look after him a little, for a little bit. These characters, I'm going to ask them the same three questions. I'm going to ask them who they are. I'm going to ask them what they think of Jesus, who they think Jesus is, and what they want for him. Now, uh, let's go and see this character. Hello. Uh, who are you? Uh, hi there. Uh, I'm Peter. Peter, nice of you to come this morning. Uh, and um, who do you think Jesus is? Well, I think he's the Christ, God's special king. Mm, good. Well, that uh, sounds to be about right. And uh, what do you want from Jesus? Oh, well, I, I don't want him to die. I just sort of want him to rule as king here. Okay. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Well, thanks very much for joining us, and uh, thanks for that uh, answer. Uh, now, uh, there's a, a little bunch over here. Hello, uh, bunch. Um, who are you? Us lot. We're nine of Jesus' disciples. Oh, are you? And oh. we have given everything to follow him. That's great. That's an interesting accent as well, um, uh, as, as the disciples of Jesus. And um, j- just tell me, um, uh, who do you think Jesus is? Well, he keeps telling us it's son of man. Oh, yeah, okay, the son of man. And um, uh, what, what, would you, what do you want from him? We want to be great, to be someone. Yeah, I'm the greatest. No, I'm the greatest. No, I'm the greatest. I'm, I'm, I'm the greatest. Oh, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Thank you very much. Dear, I dear. They all want to be the greatest. It's all a bit noisy, really. Um, now, um, hello, who are you? I'm a little child. <laughs> a nobody, really. Oh, and um, who do you think Jesus is? Oh, I think Jesus is very special. And, and what do you want from him? Well, I want to go to him, and I want to be a part of his kingdom. That's lovely. Thanks very much for coming. Really kind of you. Oh, he's a very sharp, sharp young man. Um, hello. Yeah, yes, hello. Um, who are you? I am a young, rich man. Oh. 
Fantastic. Uh, well, it's, um, it's very good to, to meet a, a rich man, not least of all, because we have a building project coming up and we still could do... Anyway, uh, no, I'll do that another time. Um, who do you think Jesus is? Well, I think he's a good teacher. Mm, good teacher, great, thank you. And what do you, um, what do you, what do you really want from him? Well, I want to know how to get eternal life. But the problem is, I don't want to get rid of my wealth. Mm, okay, interesting. Wait, we met this man not so many weeks ago, but thanks for coming back. Uh, hello, you two. Um, who are you two? Uh, I'm James. Uh, and I'm John. And, and we're, we're the, the sons of Zebedee. <laughs> Brilliant. I know, it took a long time to get that line right, but they're very good. Um, and, um, and, uh, and who do you think Jesus is? We call him teacher. teacher. Yeah, great. And uh, just tell us, what do you want from Jesus? Oh, well, when Jesus comes in his glory and he rules everything, I want to be prime minister. And I want to be Chancellor of the Exchequer. Great. Uh, well, they really have do very high, ambitious uh, uh, demands. Well, uh, thank you very much again for coming. And um, hello, sir. Um, who are you? Uh, I'm Bartimaeus. Oh, Bartimaeus. Uh, that's quite a long name. Can I call you Barty? Yeah, BB, Bart. Barty's fine. Um, I'm blind, so I have to beg. There's no social welfare system in my day, so you don't beg, you don't eat. Oh, that's kind of really sad. Now, uh, who do you think Jesus is, Barty? Oh, like Peter, I think he's the son of David, God's special king. Mm, and what do you want from him? I want to see. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Well, thank you, everybody, for coming. Um, perhaps you'd just like to go and have a, have a seat for now. Um, and uh, it's a remarkable story, that, isn't it? Um, now, um, let's uh, think about the story a bit more. Verse 46, if you've got the Bible passage in front of you, it's on the uh, order of service. We're going to look at that now. Verse 46, Jesus and his disciples were leaving Jericho. They were on their way to Jerusalem. We saw that last week, and uh, Pete reminded us of that, that earlier. So Jesus was on his way to the cross, and there was Barty sitting, verse 46, and begging, verse 46. You got a penny or two? And verse 47, when he heard Jesus was passing by, he shouted, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And when he said it, verse 48, people in the crowd said, <laughs> They tried to keep him quiet. Uh, but verse 48, Barty shouted all the more, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And verse 49, Jesus stopped and called Barty, and the crowd then said, If you didn't hear that, they were encouraging him to go to Jesus, basically. And verse 50, Barty threw his cloak aside, and he went to Jesus. And verse 51, Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? Rabbi, I want to see. And verse 52, Jesus said, go, your faith has healed you. And immediately, Barty could see, and he followed Jesus along the road. Whoa, wait for me. Brilliant, no expense spared on the thespians. Uh, it is a remarkable story, and uh, there are four things that we can learn. Um, the big surprise here, this is the big surprise, is that Barty, the blind man, can see. He can see all sorts of things that all these other characters that we met through the last few weeks, and then again this morning, they can't see, even though they have their sight. Barty, the blind man, can see. And here's the first thing that he can see. He can see 
who Jesus is. Do you remember what he said in verse 47 and in verse 48? He cried out, Son of David, have mercy on me. Again, verse 48, Son of David, have mercy on me. Barty, even though he was blind, could see that Jesus was God's special king. Now look, here's the thing for us to learn this morning. We will never come to Jesus, at least we'll never come to him the way we should, unless we can see who Jesus really is. Let me ask you this morning, who do you think Jesus is? You see, lots of people can say things that are kind of right about Jesus, but it's not actually spot on what they believe uh, about him. Uh, For example, we met Peter right at the beginning, didn't we? We saw him way back in Mark chapter 8. And when Peter was asked who he thought Jesus was, he said, you're the Christ. That's right, but he didn't really understand what it meant. Uh, And then the disciples, do you remember them, that uh, bunch of rabble who wanted to be the greatest? Who did they think Jesus was? Well, Jesus had kept saying, he's the son of man. And they said, yeah, well, he's the son of man. But they didn't understand what that meant. And then, of course, there was the rich man. Do you remember him? He uh, said that he thought Jesus was a teacher. Of course, it's true. Jesus did teach us loads of things. But he didn't really understand what Jesus was teaching or or what it meant that he was a teacher. Indeed, he needed to understand he was more than a teacher. You see, we can say things about Jesus, but not really understand that he is God's special king. I remember for me, becoming a Christian over 30 years ago now, uh, this was a really key thing. I'd always believed God existed. I know not everybody does, but I'd always believed God existed. But I'd never really understood who Jesus was. And my brother became a Christian, and he asked me to read the Bible, and I started to read the Bible. And as I read Matthew's gospel at the time, I began to understand who Jesus was, that he wasn't just a man, that he wasn't even just a prophet, uh, but he was much more than that, that he did things to show us that he was king, that he was God's king, that he was none other than God come in the flesh into this world. Uh, And you see, it was me understanding that that meant that I would follow him. Until you understand that, you'll never follow him. So we need to see who Jesus is. Barty was able to see, the blind man was able to see who Jesus is. Secondly, uh, as we saw saw from Barty, we need to see who we are, see who you are. See, Barty is amazing because he recognized he didn't deserve anything from Jesus. Again, verse 47 and verse 48, he says it twice, and it's twice here so that we notice it. Do you see what he said? Verse 47, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. See it again, exactly the same in verse 48. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Now, that word mercy is very important. Barty didn't think he was a great person, like the disciples. Do you remember them arguing over, uh, they're the greatest? Um, Barty didn't think he was rich, like the rich man, because Barty wasn't rich. You know, he was a blind beggar. He didn't have barely two pennies to rub together. He had nothing to offer. Uh, He was a nobody in society. Do you remember when he first started shouting, all the crowd was saying, get out, he doesn't want to have anything to do with you, leave him alone. Barty was viewed as somebody who was nobody. He was very much like the little child who realized they weren't really anything. But you see, Jesus came for little people. That's what we learned a few weeks ago. If we think we're somebody, we'll never come to Jesus in the right way. You see, uh, some people like James and John, remember them? Uh, They came to Jesus, but they came with the wrong attitude. They came thinking they ought to have something. Oh, we'd like to be the Prime Minister and the Chancellor of the Exchequer. We're something. We're special. Oh, no, 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 no. 
You've got to come to Jesus knowing that you're nothing. Uh, and that's what Barty did. Have mercy on me. Again, when I was thinking about this passage this week, I was thinking, that's exactly what happened to me. I used to think, before I became a Christian, I used to think, well, I'm a pretty decent person. Uh, you know, I've never been in trouble with the police. I've never done anything really wrong. And um, then my brother started to tell me about Jesus, and uh, I was reading about him. But there was something else that happened, that one particular moment that really struck me. My mum said to me, I was, about to, I was 20, I was about to leave home and buy my own flat, and my mum said to me, you treat this house like a hotel. Now, I don't know whether your mum ever says that to you, but my mum had said it on a number of occasions. And for the first time ever, I thought, mum, you're right, I really do. I'd walk in, expect the food to be on the table, and you know, I'd walk in and walk out, and everything was there, and I treated that place like a hotel, and it hit me, and I thought, yeah, you are very selfish, Paul, very, very selfish. I suddenly began to see myself as I really am. And then, of course, there's another big problem. It's not just about how we react to other people, whether we're selfish and self-centered, but how we react to God. That's the real problem, and that is what the Bible calls sin. And when I realize that that's what I'm like, then I know that I need mercy. Now, Barty called out for mercy. I don't deserve anything, but will you have mercy on me, Jesus? I deserve nothing. Uh, I had to rely on the loving kindness of God to give me what I don't deserve. That's what Barty did, and anyone who's going to come to Jesus needs to do that. That's really hard for us, though, isn't it? You know, it's not really very cool to be admitting that we can't cope and, of course, adults really, really want to be independent and self-sufficient. But here's the thing. Children get it. That's why the little child was a perfect example for us. It's the most natural thing in the world for a child to say, uh, please, will you help me? And then to receive the help. And not to think they've got to pay for it, but just to receive it. Barty was like that. He asked for mercy and he received it. Here's the third thing that we can learn from Barty. Not only that we see who Jesus is, then we see who we are. But here's the third thing. See how to follow Jesus. Barty did two things. Did you notice it? He gave up everything, one, and he followed Jesus, two. He was a poor beggar man. We can be sure he didn't have very much, hardly had anything. And that's what makes verse 50 so extraordinarily surprising. Did you see it when it was read by Paige earlier? Verse 50, throwing his cloak aside. He was a beggar man. He didn't have anything. But he threw his cloak aside. The thing that probably was one of the few things, maybe the only thing that he owned that was really worthwhile anything. And he gave it up as soon as Jesus called him. He was very different to the rich man who wouldn't give up anything, wouldn't give up his riches. Do you remember? And he did something else then. Barty not only gave up his things, but he followed Jesus. Verse 52, Jesus said, go, your faith has healed you. And Barty could have gone anywhere. But look what actually happened. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. What's the road that Jesus was on? We've already heard it. Pete reminded us earlier. He was on the road to Jerusalem. He was on the way to the cross. He was on the way to die. And Jesus said, if anyone would come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. And Barty did that. He followed Jesus and was ready to go on the road to the cross. You see, only when we see who Jesus is and who we are and what Jesus has done for us will we 
do what Barty did. Give up everything and follow him. And so the last thing we need to see is this. We need to see what Jesus did for us, did for you. As we draw to a close, one last Bible verse, which comes just before our reading. But uh, those of you who've been uh, over the way these last few weeks will know this verse because it's a memory verse. Mark chapter 10, verse 45. Even the Son of Man, that's one of the phrases that Jesus uses for himself. Even the Son of Man, even Jesus, did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. He served us by paying a ransom price for us. 11 years ago, in 2009, this ship, the Mayersk, Alabama, was hijacked by a group of Somali pirates. They took the captain, this is his name, Richard, this is the man, Richard Phillips is his name, they took him hostage, and they demanded a ransom price for him. They asked for millions of dollars to be paid to them to release Captain Phillips and to give the ship back to the owners. It's a true story that was made into a film, uh, which was called Captain Phillips. And uh, a ransom price, you see, is paid to rescue someone. Someone gives a huge amount of money to get somebody else back, and maybe even something like the ship. Now, Jesus, Mark chapter 10, verse 45, paid a ransom price for us. But the ransom he paid was not millions of dollars. Oh, no, no. The ransom he paid was he died on a cross. He died on a cross to save us. That's how he served us. And why did he do that? Because we can't serve ourselves. We can't save ourselves. Uh, we have to be like Barty, realize that all we can come to him is ask for mercy, as Barty did. And then we can be saved, as Barty was. And when we see what Jesus has done for us, then, if he's done all that for me, then I'll throw away everything I have and I'll follow him.